0: hey hey what's going on everybody
1: welcome welcome guys from symbiosis you want to do a quick intro i'll start off uh familiar cow here from the nine realms team i do bd and comms for Thorchain and for nine realms
2: hello hello everyone yeah thanks uh thanks for hosting this uh future ima yeah let me briefly introduce myself i'm igor i'm head of busy at the uh, uh, Symbiosis. Uh, today here with me is Nick, uh, one of our developers who was responsible for native BTC integration into Symbiosis. And also uh, uh, our CEO, Bill, uh, will join soon. So yeah, happy to see all guys here. And uh, yeah, would be great to uh, to make some noise about Symbiosis uh, TorChain chain integration today. And yeah, let's start.
1: Yeah. So hey, good to have you guys on and congrats on the new Thorchain uh, integration. So do, do you want to do a quick run through and say like, uh, what you guys have shipped so far, like what, what symbiosis is, and then what you guys shipped with, uh, with Thorchain, and how people can, uh, how people can use it. And we can kind of dive in from there. Yeah. And we can also have anyone from the audience up to ask questions anytime. So if you want to come up and speak, just, uh, just request to, to come up. So yes. yeah, I'd love to get a quick, quick intro on what symbiosis is and what you guys are doing. For sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So in general, uh, Symbiosis is a cross-chain uh, IMMDEX or cross-chain liquidity protocol that provides any-to-any token swaps across uh, different L2, L1s, and uh, non-EVM chains. So I mentioned that you can swap, let's say, some if from the KSYNCARA to, I don't know, like some USDC on Arbitrum Nova. And everything is done in just one click in your wallet. And... Um, uh, with pretty good rates because you also connect uh, on chain uh, liquidity, on chain DEXs, and on chain aggregators such as One Inch, OpenOcean, OKX DEX, and more. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're building. And recently, uh, because we see huge demand on native BTC in the industry, uh, we integrated Torchain for cross chain swaps to native btc for now only two yeah soon we're gonna intro i think like in a couple of weeks also swaps from native btc will be possible so yeah now you can also swap uh any tokens on 20 supported chains uh including tron uh bnb zekising and more to native btc via TorChain. chain so that is basically what we do uh we have started building symbiosis in 2021, and we managed to launch our first uh, working version, our V1, in uh, March 2022. So, uh, uh, yeah, we we're well, we're operating on the market in the mainnet almost for two years, uh, and yeah, this is what we managed to build. And uh, uh, yeah, we believe in native BTC. In uh this huge demand on it. And that's why we decided to integrate Torchain. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, us two are big believers in Bitcoin swaps, obviously. Is this your first non-EVM route? So every other chain that's connected right now is all EVM chains. And this is your first uh non-EVM chain just adding Bitcoin in? Uh uh
2: actually no. Actually no. So uh we had native BTC integration before, I believe, uh, back to twenty twenty two. We had uh, RenBTC BTC integrated in the symbiosis, uh, but you know what happened with these guys. So uh, uh, besides uh, besides all like 19 EVM chains that we have, uh, we have our unique unique one chain, which is Tron. and uh, that is actually a great source of volume for us because we're only uh, one great working bridge. It supports Tron. And with native BTC integration, we actually can uh, access with uh, non-DeFi users who mostly use only Tron, native BTC, Ethereum, and maybe BNB. So yeah, that's like, so yeah, we had native BTC integrated before and we also have Tron uh, uh, along like non-EVMs.
1: Yeah, I was actually kind of curious about about Tron especially. So is is that one of your highest volume chains? I'm 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 kind of curious just which chains actually do the most volume for you guys. Like where do you see the most activity? Is it like on ETH L2s or is it on some of the smaller networks or is a lot of it like yeah. coming in and out of Tron? Cuz like at, at Thorchain, uh, you know, the the community is, you know, always debating like, you know, what what chains to add next and where to go. And I, I guess just like getting some, some real data around like where volume actually is and what where users want to go uh, would be helpful. So uh, yeah, I'm just kind of curious, like do you get, like is Tron like one of your biggest, you know, non, you know, ETH L1 uh, networks or like wh- where do you see the most volume coming through?
2: Yeah, so uh, talking about volume transactions and unique addresses, I think Zekisync is still in its way in our protocol then torture no not so sorry when tron goes after this so yeah tron is already like second of third chain in terms of volume and then like other l2 chains and the l1 go after them like arbitrum scroll linear uh optimism and others so yeah but i think like Zeki Sync uh is still in the way so but yeah we're Apply with things that Bitcoin, the outcome, outcome, all of them, like in the next uh, three or six months. Yeah.
1: Cool. And uh, I'm sure you know that the that chain does more than just uh, Bitcoin. Like, we, we also have other UTXO chains. So, I don't know if you guys have had a discussion. Like, obviously, there's a lot less demand for, you know, things like uh, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, Doge. But... Uh, I, I, I'm sure you guys know that that's also something that that Thorchain also uh, supports and offers. So um, you know, just throwing it out there that if that's something that you guys are are interested in, then uh, it's as easy as doing the integration for for Bitcoin, just uh, just changing the output to to Litecoin or to any of the other um, mm-hmm. chains to make make even more routes possible through uh, through Thorchain.
2: Yeah. So we had an internal discussion about it, and we definitely have plans to integrate more, I can say, coins that don't have smart contracts, yeah, like uh, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, and others. So we have definitely some plans for this. Uh, now we just want to focus only on BTC to kind of uh, promote this integration across uh, Bitcoin and non-Bitcoin community so that you have uh, this ability to make uh, uh to make seamless cross chain swaps to BTC or from BTC uh, across 20 other supported blockchain networks. So yeah, we will integrate them for sure, but a little bit later. Yeah.
1: Cool. So your guys plan is just basically to um you know kind of build build one step at a time and just put Uh, Like right now you can swap from any of of your supported chains to Bitcoin, but you can't swap from Bitcoin and then later in the future, the plan is to uh, make it so you can swap from Bitcoin and just make it a more full-fledged integration, be able to go from one to to the other, Uh, basically like have have the bridge go both ways.
2: Yeah, so uh, swaps from BTC will be labeled like very soon, I think uh, in February or or early March. It will be already available in symbiosis. and talking about other coins. Uh, I think we have plans settled for quarter free right now. So, yeah, by the end of this time, I think we'll be able to add uh, uh, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, XRP support as well.
1: Awesome. Uh, do you guys want to talk about your API at all? Like, uh, like who uses your API? Like, how developers can can start using your API, and uh, like what exactly you can do with it? Um, I'm sure people would definitely like to know how to use your guys' product to, you know, implement their own, implement swaps into their own apps, dapps, uh, wallets, and, and anything else, uh, or, or even just the, who uses your your API uh, right now. Just any, any kind of details about like the developer experience with uh, with symbiosis.
2: Yeah, for sure. So uh, uh, in CBOs, we're trying to focus not only on retail users, but also on partnerships integrations. That's why since 2022, we have uh, API and uh, SDK, both mobile and desktop uh, available. And uh, among our clients are guys like Lead.Fi, Socket, uh, also Rubik Exchange, uh, who else... Um, uh Rango which is like part of Torchchain ecosystem as well uh Dodo and uh, we're in pretty good touch with like with Trust Wallet with uh, Unisat Wallet uh, and other wallet providers so I think with native BTC integration we can boost up integrations there as well so yeah we have a lot of clients most of them are cross-chain aggregators since we're cross-chain liquidity protocol and we have our own liquidity, they just integrate us for like all one chains. Um, but they have this, this biggest integration, like mainly like with at Five, with Trust Wallet, uh, I believe we can uh, boost up integration with them. So uh, yeah, I think that's uh, like all major players that are currently using. Uh, Symbiosis API uh, on the market. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's been a big part of our strategy is just integrations, and uh, obviously aggregators are a big part of that. Like a, a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of a lot of wallet indexes that use aggregators, like like Rango, obviously one of the biggest uh, in in the space. Um, and you know, a lot of people use them for liquidity. So, um, it, it, obviously great to have you guys in on the, on the BD side of things. And, uh, hopefully that means that, um, we, we can land some more wallet integrations because that's, that's just a huge driver of liquidity fees and really what drives a lot of, uh, activity across the network generates a lot of yield for, for LPs. So, uh, obviously like any kind of wallet integrations that we can land off of, um, you know, off of you, using your guys' API, and then like where you're already inside um, inside the wallets and, and things. Uh, start offering BTC uh, swaps would be awesome.
2: Yeah, so uh, talking about wallets, uh, we are only in talks with them. So uh, I had a talk with like uh, uh, most of them recently. I think like this week. And then we announced uh, our native bits integration and. Mostly all of them are really excited, and um, that's how we can boost up integration with them because all wallets are also looking into providing decentralized cross-chain swaps for native BTC. And uh, now I-, I personally believe we are one of the most seamless solutions on the market that provides it. So, um, yeah, uh, we are working uh, in this direction.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if you have any um, any thoughts on like doorchain dex aggregation because I know that's something you guys are are doing to to make it pretty seamless to uh, to swap cross chain. So like doorchain dex aggregation makes so you only need to sign one transaction to go you know multiple hops, which which should make it pretty easy to. Uh, uh, to do Bitcoin swaps like, I, like other, a lot of other um, aggregators like Rango, you need to sign multiple transactions and it, it gets you, it gets you cross chain, but there's still multiple steps that you need to go through to, uh, to do that. But I believe you guys use just uh, ThorChain's native Dex aggregator, which uh, really simplifies going cross chain. Cause you can just sign one transaction and then, and then do it. So I, I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on that or, uh, yeah. Adonis, you got any, uh, just uh musings on on dex aggregation in, in the space and uh how symbiosis is using that yeah
2: so everything on symbiosis is done in just one click uh maybe sometimes in just in two clicks yeah because uh in some cases you need to firstly approve tokens like uh, uh if yeah if we're talking about gas token it's it's always one click experience for the user uh and uh, so, yeah, just sign one transaction and you can go cross-chain across now 21 chains. So, yeah, uh, that's like our main um, uh, our main advantage, uh, one of our main advantages across our competitors. Uh, and like any token swaps as well. So, because, yeah, right now you can go... Uh, uh, to you can swap to native BTC from any token which is supported on DEXs, Uh on like uh, I, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about any it's any token because like, um, you can use uh, let's say like OP token from Optimism you can use Arbitrum token from Arbitrum 1 and just simply make a cross-chain swap to native BTC that's what they do and uh, that's how we simplify user experience a lot. Um, so yeah, and Torchain help us a lot in this case, as well as one inch open ocean and OKXDEX uh with also our partners for on-chain aggregation.
3: Yeah, the um the integration is, is super impressive. Like I I didn't actually realize that. Um, like full cross chain from any EVM uh, was, was kind of possible and uh, playing around with a lot of different routes and, you know, going from ZK sync, going from a token, not even like the native asset, but a token on ZK sync to Bitcoin in one transaction was a seamless experience. Um, Can you like talk about the, the uh, technical implementation? So how, um, how does the, the, uh, bridging or cross-chain work between like ZK Sync and Avalanche? Because I think, I think the the common connection point here between symbiosis and ThorChain is, is basically through the Avalanche uh, pool. Yeah. So how, does, how, do you, how do you get from like ZK Sync to Avalanche?
2: Uh, sure, sure. So uh, when we talk about uh, all technical stuff under the hood, uh, firstly, for cross-chain swaps, we use our own liquidity and our own relays network so, uh, uh, I can say, like, when you want to try, when you want to swap, let's say, like, USDC from ZekiSync to native BTC, as uh, a road will be like this. So, firstly, we swap, uh, uh, firstly, we bridge this USDC from uh, ZekiSync to Avalanche using our own relayers and our own liquidity. And then then UGC arrives on avalanche uh we use uh, a method that, that we call crossings up then we and then as a next step we interact with store chain contracts so and after that uh, so because we're able to uh uh to simply uh execute code data not only on source chain but also on destination chain and uh, yeah, after UGC's bridge to Avalanche, we interact with staking contracts, and then user gets has his or her uh, native BTC in a wallet. So yeah, that's how it works.
3: Yeah, that's a, that's incredible. Um, yeah, congratulations on that. I mean, it's just such a cool experience, and I think it's, I think it's really the first time that users can go from really any EVM chain or L2. Um, directly to Bitcoin in one transaction um, to native Bitcoin. I haven't seen that anywhere else. Um, so I really feel like this is a pretty monumental yeah, thanks. Uh, innovation.
2: Thanks. I already saw your um, tweet about it. Yeah, thanks for, for posting yeah. it.
3: <laughs> of course. Um, so curious, like, I mean, I know, so the other way is, is way more complicated, right? Going Like, if we, we want to go Bitcoin to ZK Sync, that's much more challenging, because A, Bitcoin, we have, you know, uh, transaction size limits, like in the opera term, you can only really support 80 characters. Um, so I'm sure this isn't really fully on your roadmap right now, but one thing we are working on on the ThorChain side is um, this concept of memo transactions where you can register uh, an intent for a transaction using the ThorChain uh, native Cosmos chain. So that, that the native Cosmos chain obviously doesn't have a, a memo size limit, so we can register an intent that will ultimately come from a Bitcoin address. Um, and that intent could include a, a swap out through Symbiosis to ZK Sync. And then once a, a user posts um, you know, from you know, a certain amount of Bitcoin from, from the Bitcoin network, that intent will be executed. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind from your side is that um, hopefully in a few months we'll have that ability and we can go the other way as well.
2: Yeah, of course, like uh, I'm also very bullish on intents yeah and yeah we'll be waiting once you release it guys so yeah but as i mentioned before like swaps from native btc to evms and tron will be available very soon so uh we're in talks with biggest wallets on native btc and i think we can make we will make collaboration with uh Unisab, xverse uh xd5 okx wallet and more uh, to provide like the most seamless experience uh, for the users
1: yeah yeah the, the other thing i wanted to add with uh transactions is just uh, abstracting away the kind of wallet connection part of things because uh, obviously like on symbiosis right now everything basically being an evm chain and you know tron also being supported by uh the wallets that that work with evm uh really simply Are they, um it, it's normally just here? Hey, hey, Don. Hey. Um, Hey, Bill. Yeah. I I think Bill,
2: Bill, Alice, you have joined. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Oh yeah. So just finishing this point real quick. Um, like eh, pretty much every uh, every chain on symbiosis right now being able to be supported by generic EVM wallets like MetaMask or you know whatever else uh, people use for their uh, for their browser extensions and memos transactions being able to abstract that away to make it so you don't need to connect a separate wallet for uh, for a Bitcoin transaction. And so not not only does it enable dex aggregation through Bitcoin mm-hmm. more easily and being able to make that second. That I can jump through uh, uh, through the dex aggregator without running into a, a memo uh, up return um, size limit, but it would also make it so you can just send a transaction from from any Bitcoin wallet without needing any kind of connection uh, The kind of the UX that's that's being pictured a lot is just some kind of QR code where it's all registered in the background but then it's just a, a QR code where you just send a transaction to and it can, obviously that could be from any wallet so it kind of abstracts away the the wallet connection piece of things, where uh, it, it gets it gets complex when you're trying to connect multiple wallets to to one website, and it, it, it's uh, it, it just makes things a lot more complicated. When uh, you know a lot of EVM wallets don't support Bitcoin, so there's, mul- there's multiple wallet connections involved, but that, that would kind of abstract away. So it it, it would be uh, uh, kind of a T- a two pronged improvement there, both on the DEX aggregation side and then just like simplifying the wallet side of things.
2: Yeah, I got that. Sounds very interesting. And like, I think we should uh, look at it deeper. Uh, so uh, if I got it right, that's more like a way to attract more uh, uh, non DeFi and maybe like Web2 users. Uh, am I right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think of it even as just simplifying things for DeFi users, because it's like, um, you know, today you think about who uses, who is 90% of DeFi, and that's people using uh, EVM chains, Uh, you know, a lot of them Ethereum, Ethel 2s, and they're all doing, they're they're used to just, you know, one wallet connection. And, you know, maybe, probably the only people that are, you know, used to uh, a UX otherwise is people using ThorChain, because they're used to connecting uh, you know, a, a Bitcoin wallet or something and doing a swap. So it's like the, the UX isn't quite there yet for multiple wallet connections and, you know, things get kind of messy on the browser level, but it should make it a lot easier for people to just, br- you bring your own security, you bring your own wallet. You can still hold your Bitcoin on your ledger and, uh, you know, and still make a swap.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really 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 interesting. And yeah, we'll keep it in mind this, The functionality that our chain provides, uh, so yeah, sounds cool.
4: If you can make it possible with such wallets like trust wallet, it will be amazing, like killer feature.
1: Yeah. Well, with trust wallet, you can swap from directly in the wallet. So it's not really necessary to do some kind of wallet connection with, uh, with trust all oh, that they, they do have that functionality but um, like when you're already in the wallet that experience is kind of abstracted away because the wallet can just sign transactions for you
2: yeah good that's
1: true that's true good good point yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Wait, so who's who's coming on from the symbiosis account sorry i missed uh i missed your name if you want to just do a, a quick intro and Yeah, let me briefly explain my role in CBOIDIS. Uh,
4: my name is Will, I'm CEO of the product. And actually we are very excited being a partner of such a well-known brand in the industry TorChain. chain. And actually the hot topic that we would like to discuss is a taproot, taproot support, which has recently been announced. And we are waiting for the such functionality, actually. Uh, Yeah, I'm just wondering what's your, like, the roadmap and the timeline for this feature?
3: Yeah, I can speak to that. Um, So Taproot support uh, is a little tricky. It's something that we're, uh, like, scoping out right now. Um, I think it will require a hard fork of of ThorChain just because... um, the, you know, the vaults currently can't sign uh, taproot transactions. Um, I actually need to verify that, but that's the current understanding. Um, Thorchain has hard forked before, and we've been kind of, you know, uh, saving up for our next one, you know, certain tasks that we need a hard fork for. Um, so hopefully that will happen, um, you know, sometime uh, this year. I can't give you a, an exact timeline on that, um, but we are um, actively looking into it, and that obviously is becoming and more and more a... Um, a, a demand in the, in this space, so that's something that we're we're definitely going to definitely going to do, um, and hopefully we can get that scheduled for for sometime this year. But we'll keep you updated for sure.
1: Yeah, it has been talking about a hard fork for a while, and it, it's mostly just been put off because it's, it's just cleanup things, which you know is like kind of lower on the priority list. But obviously, the, the major thing that a hard fork would allow is. Taproot support. So, I mean, it's definitely requested by you guys and by a lot of other uh, wallets, especially ones that um, they, they do ordinals and, and things. So uh, it's definitely on, on the list of, of, uh, of priorities being a, that Taproot is growing in popularity so much. And yeah, in, in my opinion, definitely should be a, uh, a high priority getting, getting Taproot support on there because it just opens up uh, more and more wallet users and especially people that are interacting on chain uh, very often which is exactly the kind of user that that Thorchain wants to serve.
4: Yeah, thanks for the clarification. And what's your opinion on the inscription market and BRC20 tokens in general?
3: I think, uh, I mean, it's really interesting. and I think it's going to continue to gain traction. It's um, also something that uh, we've kind of talked about, and we're actually working and talking with a few teams that are heavily in that BRC20 space. Um, and I think, you know, the, in, the, in the same way that we extended our EVM integrations with DEX aggregation, um, there could be uh, ways to extend our Bitcoin integration with inscriptions. Um, and so that's something that that we're also um Having an eye on, and I think uh, you know, with some collaborations with teams in, in that space, we'll be able to kind of expand into that functionality.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of teams like like OrtaSwap, I believe, has announced that that they are going to be using uh, Thorchain for some some cross chain liquidity. And uh, I think it's just it's just powerful using using Thorchain as just the the medium of bringing in users from uh, from other chains. Like the way the way I think about Thorchain is just the crypto native on and off ramp. Where like you have you have the user on one chain, you need to on ramp them to your single chain uh, wallet, w- whatever it is, whether it's like inscriptions, uh, you know, ordinals, which I guess is the same thing, uh, or DeFi applications or, or anything. Uh, you're gonna need some kind of way to move users cross chain, and obviously door chain being, uh, you know, the the biggest way of going from uh, from uh, Ethereum, where obviously there's Um, you know, many, many users who are very active on chain and are very willing to try new things like, uh, you know, light, like ordinals and are very interested in just experimenting and playing around, uh, just makes it pretty powerful for Thorchain to be the, the on and off ramp of going back and forth. So I like, I, I think it's going to be a big driver of, uh, of just people using DoorChain in the future, just people wanting to experiment in, in the ordinal space. And uh, curious to see what kind of stuff is developed on there. Um, is there definitely some, some marketplaces springing up out of, the, out of the woods right now, but we'll see, like, you know, really uh, where, what people stick around to do. Is there anything interesting that catches your eye in, in the ordinal space or things that you're uh, playing around with? Yeah, so
2: uh, thanks thanks for the answer, yeah. So regarding, like, ordinals and BRC20 market, uh, we're quite bullish on it. And yeah, we're uh, in the waiting mode to see you guys live and support it. So yeah, we're planning to become the first uh, uh, one's the first uh, native crushing protocols for uh, inscriptions and the uh, 20 So yeah, we have the de- we definitely have plans for this. Um, so yeah, uh, hope hopefully we can uh, attract more users to to this ecosystem from uh, all the chains that we support right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, is that something you guys are supporting uh, like with your own liquidity, like sort of how you do all of your other swaps? Or are you like uh, looking into some different solutions in the ordinal space, like aggregation? Uh, Or is it something that you're just, you're gonna make your own pools and your own protocol for?
2: Uh, We're not sure, actually. So, uh... We I still discussing internally on what I should do better, like uh, become <laughs> become a sort of aggregator for for this or create our own solution. So yeah, I just can't tell you, tell you right now what uh uh which way will go. with it?
1: Yeah, I mean, at least from our side, uh, it's always it's always made more sense to just. Stick with the aggregation at first, and then if uh, you know if there's sufficient demand, then then it makes sense to build into the into the protocol itself. So like right, like right now, it's definitely like a, a white hot thing, and people are very interested in it. But obviously, there's a, there'd be a huge lift to start adding things like oh, well, first we obviously we need taproot, but then. Um, actually, adding support for you know BRC twenties and inscriptions and things would take a ton of dev work, which is it, you know it's unclear what the future is. But just starting, starting out, just providing liquidity to um, to make it possible for others to do that is a great way to kind of just test the waters and and see where things are before committing fully into you know putting a ton of resources into developing a solution. Which uh, you know we, we we don't know obviously what what the future of uh, you know that kind of protocol is, but uh, at the very least, we have the tools today to provide uh to provide liquidity for people to um, to do so on on other protocols which are you know a, a little bit more scrappy and and bespoke to uh to ordinals specifically. So I mean that, that's kind of been our strategy with um with, with EBM since we launched the Dex aggregator, because it's like obviously we um like we have a lot of native asset liquidity, but ERC-20s and the long-tail assets, they're always going to have more liquidity on on other networks like uh, like, like Uniswap or just a- any of the long-tail uh, assets, like the, the, the AVAX is on Avalanche. So uh, trying trying to bring in our own liquidity is always going to be more difficult than just aggregating. So just uh, a lot of the time, I feel like outsourcing is just the uh, the way to go. And just providing, you provide the core product, like you guys provide the aggregator, and then others to have the liquidity, and then uh, it's, a, it's a match made in heaven where you know you're not you're not wasting all your all your effort uh, you know putting all your eggs in that basket when you just you're just providing the, the backbone to aggregate someone else.
2: Yeah, sounds sounds logical.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, we can also open it up to community questions if if people want to uh, come up on stage and ask uh, symbiosis. Uh, any questions about um, about their product or where they're going in the future? I uh, I mean I definitely like to get a um, get an idea on you know what your guys what your guys plans are besides just Thorchain just to get a, a better idea of like what you what you guys are developing like what what your roadmap is and you know where you see symbiosis going in the next uh, the next year or two um, like is it is it new networks is it different functionalities is it just integrations uh, you know what, what's your guys strategy and and, uh, roadmap going forward?
2: Yeah. So uh, Native BTC actually will be on the first place this year, I think. So uh, um, uh, besides it, besides Native BTC, of course, I have plans to support more uh, chains that are appearing on the market like uh, like Tyco, Shardium, Zeta Chain, and more. So all of the chains are definitely in our plans and plan to support them um uh, Also, we have plans to popularize our cross-chain swap feature. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, um, uh, it allows you to add liquidity in any sort of DeFi protocols on any chains with any token on any chain. So we can I think about like we can provide liquidity to, let's say, Aave on Polygon with any token on uh, Avalanche or ZK Sync. So that's feature that applying to focus on more and uh um yeah besides that uh, we have plans to release uh, our proof of st- proof of stake nodes so currently all relayers, layers uh, our partners and the uh, investors and we're gonna open it for our community uh, who have uh, somewhat of the ss tokens so i uh, our layers will be public and everyone will be able to, to run a node in Symbiosis. So, and uh, yeah, I think we'll soon come up uh, with Symbiosis version 3. So, currently we have the second version of our, of our protocol and we definitely have some plans to improve it uh, and release Symbiosis v3. So, I think that's all plans that we have right now. Uh, and yeah, and Thank think that's
1: all, yeah. Awesome. I just uh, invented a crypto sailor. How you doing?
0: Hey, thanks again for having me on. Really great to be on another ThorChain space and learn more about symbiosis. Um, probably like myself, many people are not able to follow everything that's happening uh, in crypto. So I'm learning more about it as we go. And my first uh, questions. Uh I was listening and hearing you talk about the source of liquidity and that the uh, markets or whatever you would like to call them function on your own network. So I'd like to understand a little bit more about uh, the risk that there would be to the liquidity, what sca- safeguards are being put into place for that, as well as uh, describe maybe a little bit more about um, the risk of the network itself. And I have maybe one question after that. Also, thank you.
2: Okay. Maybe you want to go ahead with this technical question. (laughs) Uh, Bill, are you here? Okay, maybe I can take it uh, to myself. <laughs> yeah, so uh, when we talk about uh, our layers, right now they run on, on proof of authority mechanism, uh, which is secured by MPC and TSS uh, technology. So among our validators are mostly our investors and partners like uh, Binance Labs, uh, Bigs Ventures, Blockchain.com, Spartan Labs, and more. So uh, um. Again, like <laughs> I'm a technical guy, <laughs> so I I can't tell it deeper on how it works, but it definitely explained in our docs. Uh, one uh, cool things that we have regarding like additional points of security is that one node is run by symbiosis team, and we call this node like a Veto node, and in case of uh, like. Most of the nodes start saying in fraud transactions. Uh, This node can block, uh, can block like uh, all of them. So, yeah, that's additional point security. Maybe Nick has something to say about it. He's also here.
5: Yeah. Hey. Yeah, so actually, you're absolutely correct. Uh, This is a proof of authority protocol currently, but uh, we're uh, on the road to proof of stake. And uh, the Veto node is uh, basically a security node that can't spend anything locked inside the protocol, but can prevent uh, some uh, malicious actions uh, by other,
0: other parties, something like that. All right. I think that really uh, helps understanding that. Thank you very much. Uh, my only uh, follow up would be, you know, what do you see as the primary competition? How do you address, uh, you know, competing in that market that you're in? What is, What are your ideas around how it is that, you know, DeFi and decentralized applications should be competing in a market even with centralized exchanges? It's a very different value proposition uh, between let's say, CFI, ThorChain, and even with proof of authority with symbiosis. Um, and what, what do you think of the idea? Um, and maybe that relates to what you see with happening with some of the consternation, there's been some issue in the ThorChain community and interested to know your perspective on how it is that you're trying to price yourself into that market as well.
2: Yeah, so uh, when you talk about uh, competitors uh, and our, our competitors, I mean, among bridges, among crossing protocols, I think we definitely provide uh, some unique routes, and uh, definitely Tron and native PTC uh, are in. And of course, besides it, we also provide like most popular roads like on L2 chains, L1s, and etc. cetera. Um, since Symbiosis has a concept of cross-chain IMM decks, we're able to provide uh, much better rates and transaction speed uh, for the users. And you can see on how it works, let's say on popular aggregators, where we're actually waiting in the most of, uh, uh, in the most of routes. Yeah? Um, so besides that, we provide one of the most seamless UX and UI among, among uh, all cross-chain. Uh, crossing protocols, so uh, where it's possible to select any token in one chain and any token on another and just make it one-click experience. So uh, then we talk about like, centralized solutions. I think uh, in this case, uh, DeFi applications already outcome uh, centralized solutions in some cases. So then we talk about the... Uh, cross-chain protocols, when you talk about perpetuals, DEXs, and more. So I'm thinking step-by-step, more volume and uh, transactions. uh, Those are going to uh, DeFi and DeFi applications, I mean. So that's just a matter of time. Like, uh, personally, I only use uh, uh, DeFi, DeFi protocols. So I don't have money on centralized exchanges. And yeah, I think it's just a matter of time. So uh, uh, even then, uh, everyone will understand like positive things of uh, decentralized uh, solutions uh, instead of using centralized. I think like, everyone will start using, uh, like most most of the users uh, will start using only them, yeah. We already is the growth since, uh, since like uh, 2017 or 2021. Um, so yeah, like it should happen soon (laughs) when you just need to wait.
0: Thank you very much. I do. Yeah, absolutely agree that I think everybody who is up to speed with what's going on in crypto understands interchain is the future horizontal scalability gives us best scalability in the ecosystem. And, uh, thanks very much for going through some of this with us here. Helping to learn about symbiosis and thor chain, and uh, I'll hope to myself. I host a show, and I hope to be talking more about this kind of interchain thing uh, coming up also uh, later this evening. I really appreciate everybody, and uh, best of luck to everybody in this space. And uh, we'll see you again next time.
2: Thanks, thanks for the question. Yeah,
1: thanks, CryptoSeller. Uh, thank Hi, you. Hansa. And then if anyone else would like to come up and, uh, and ask questions before we uh, before we wrap up, we had just a couple minutes left here. So if anyone would like to come up and ask the Symbiosis team uh, some more questions, then please just request the waiting here. Doesn't seem like it's adding up Hansa. Oh, that just failed. Cool. Were there, were there any other topics that you guys wanted to talk about at the at the Symbiosis team, while we'll, uh, we're we'll waiting to see if anyone else wants to uh, to come up,
5: uh, I just want to tell that I'm really amazed by the technology that is inside uh, the Tor chain. Uh, and uh, I wish uh, uh, I want to wish you luck with uh, hard forking to top-root version. I think it uh, will be a very huge task <laughs> to do. And we're really waiting for it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so it, it's pretty high priority for you guys. It's not actually. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a it's a huge task, but it obviously takes a lot of bandwidth away from like other priorities. So, it's just figuring out where to balance the priorities of, uh, you know, do we, do we work on dev? Do the devs work on you know new features and you know things like that are you know P zero or is it? You know, all, all hands on the on a hard fork, which has obviously a very different um, kind of return. With just that, more being a, uh, a you know cleanup thing, but then also we get we get taproot. But either way, it's something that that we're uh, that they're hoping to do in the next uh, couple months. But definitely make sure that uh, the devs are aware of the uh, uh, the demand for for taproot, um, especially from from our, from our uh, you know from our aggregation partners like you guys. Uh, Because it's important to be able to serve all of the uh, all all the users that want to use Thorchain and uh, not being uh, excluding huge spots of people um, who are using the new address format. So thanks for making that known. Yep, thanks for creating such such a great product.
2: Um, I don't know from uh, which things we need to discuss, like uh, discuss more. I think we talked about everything. (laughs) If anyone have have any questions yet, feel free to raise a hand and uh, ask them.
1: Yep, I think that's it. Uh, Don't don't see any more hands being raised, but um, hey, thank you guys so much for for coming out. Uh, Obviously, a great first step for, for the integration here. And, uh, we'll definitely keep you up to date with what we're, you know, what's going on with taproot and with MemoList Cause obviously, um, this can make a big difference in your guys' product and, and how you, you know, are serving Bitcoin swaps in the future. Uh, and, uh, yeah, also look forward to working with you guys to, to bring some of these, uh, these swap routes to, to wallets, other aggregators and, you know, however we can help on the, on the BD front. Um, it's definitely, that, that would be great. So, um, uh, thank you guys and I guess we can uh we, we can wrap it up
5: yeah thanks again
1: and closing thoughts
2: thanks again yeah and yeah have a great day guys
0: thank you thank you have a great day bye see you.